friends, my name is Rosa. And my name is Deanna, best friends and co-host for The Last Brain Cell. A safe place for all things girl talk, mental health, wellness, and everything in between. This is a safe place where we bar no judgment as we have real and deep conversations about life in our late 20s. Let's get into today's episode. Hi, Deanna. Hey, Rosa. How are you? I am wonderful. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah? How was your week? My mom had surgery. Yeah. Um, last week mm -hmm. she had like a ten centimeter fibroid hanging out in her uterus Good. and cervix. Did and she name it? No, she didn't did oh. not name it. I don't mm. think she thought it was worthy of a name. That's fair. She it, it was given her grief. Yeah. Um and so that was just like a whole thing and she was having like a lot of issues with her fibroid and we finally just decided that we're just gonna go ahead and take that sucker out because of all the issues that's been given her. It was really cool because they did a robotic surgery. That's kind of scary though. Yeah, and so I was kind of looking at videos on it and all the videos that I saw, there were like patients obviously on the table and there's like the surgical techs and whatever with the patient. And then there's a doctor like in this little box in the corner, just like. So a doctor is still operating it? Yeah, so she is maneuvering mm. the laparoscopic hands pretty much robotically in the corner of a room so she's like not even with okay patients. so what what's what's the point in that though like so with like normal laparoscopic procedures you have like the little holes that like two sticks pretty much go in mm -hmm. but the only thing is that there's like two little pinchers mm -hmm. on the end and they can like maneuver tools with those little pinchers but with more complex cases like for my mom <coughs> they have hands almost it's like a wrist so they can like scoop things and maneuver under certain organs and whatnot um which makes that robotic surgery a bit more uh not invasive as getting fully cut open okay so like either way they still have to have a doctor involved so yeah the surgeon is mm -hmm. still there but she's like not near my mom like <laughs> the surgeon was not near my mom That's during the procedure scary, though. so like you're kind of relying on these surgical techs and you know the residents or whoever to get all the these this equipment set up to connect to this little box in the corner of a room so that mm. she can maneuver this like a freaking video game so not only do you need doctors anesthesiologists <coughs> nurses you also need engineers a tech it yeah yeah um mm. so yeah that happened what is that even saving oh well it, how is she she <laughs> is doing wonderful <laughs> she actually had a really hard time coming out of anesthesia Aww. and we i was there from probably like 5 30 in the morning mm -hmm. to like 9 30 at night and mm -hmm. my mom was like oh yeah like you know as soon as this procedure is done they're gonna take me out to recover and we're gonna go home and i'm like mm, i don't think that's quite how that works <laughs> and it didn't <laughs> oh mom <clears throat> But, you know, it just makes me, like, think about, like, how crazy healthcare mm -hmm. technology has, has come, gotten. you know. Um, it's just wild. But yet it takes us four hours to figure out these mics. Oh, my God. Guys. <laughs> this is, it was day. comical. <laughs> but, hey, your mom also had surgery, right? Yes. She had surgery on Tuesday. She got... Um, a disc inserted into her neck, I believe. Mm. And um, this is their third neck surgery she's had. Uh, the last one she had was back in 2019, or I'm sorry, 2009, which was 
rather scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she had a stroke afterwards. Um, I don't, I don't remember. I was so young, so I don't remember like the actual like timeline behind it. So, you know, this one was very nerve wracking where we had to like make sure everything was good. They did like hundreds of tests. It felt like before, um, before we actually had the surgery, but like the surgery went well, like she handled it really good. I mean, obviously she's a little sore in her neck. Um, and she's having a lot of acid reflux, but yeah. I think that's, um, I think that's doable. You know, yeah. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She'll be fine. Um, but no, she's doing great though. I'm really proud of her. It's awesome. Yeah. I remember you were texting me and you're like, Oh, like we're done. And I'm like, Oh my God, already. Yeah. It, like we weren't even there for an hour whenever they like took her back and I'm already getting a phone call from the like surgeon. Yeah. Like, oh, it went great. You know, I'm like, really? You're you're done like, <laughs> like it's so crazy like i know people are going in like fully under anesthesia like getting cut open and then like an hour later they're like oh they're done we're done yeah it, it's in, it's insane to me but i mean whatever works for them i guess yeah yeah <laughs> i think that is a perfect segue for like fears yes like healthcare uncertainties and like getting old is one of my biggest fears I don't know if, like, necessarily getting old is a fear of mine. It's more like the sicknesses well, yeah. involved with That's what old. I mean. I mean, there's no way to know, like, what kind of illness or what you're going to be riddled with when you're old. I don't even know if it's, like, sicknesses either, but, like, accidents. Yeah, accidents. That, like, change in an instant. Right. Too. I completely agree. You know, I mean, just uncertainty really is, like, a big, big fear, I think, too. Yeah. I mean, like, healthcare has come such a long way. And I think that because people are living longer, we're living longer with these chronic illnesses. Mm. And maybe it's just the nurse in me talking and just this hospital setting that I'm in full-time 40 hours a week. But, like, people are sick. Yeah. And it's just so crazy that, like, like, you don't know what kind of situation you're going to be in when you're old, older. Yeah, and, and, like, literally one thing can can change everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, you know, on the PIC team, y- you guys deal a lot with, like, um, infections, you know? And you, I remember there was this one person that was perfectly healthy. She went to the nail salon, got her toes done, and got, like, an infection at the nail salon. And now she's, like, had, like five, six, seven, eight surgeries because of all of these infections. And, like, it sh- literally changed her whole life, and all she did was go get her toes done. I know. And it's so unpredictable, like, mm-hmm. how these illnesses happen. But, like, you know, cancers. Ugh. It's like, terrifying. Most cancers are found on accident. On accident. Because you have maybe a scan, because maybe you've been having t- stomach issues for a while, mm-hmm. or you've had, like, this consistent headache. So you get a scan done and oh boom, look, brain tumor. There's a tumor. There's a huge mass. Yeah. And then you got to go in and get that biopsy and then send it out to pathology. And then like, you never know. That's what just like one of my there. biggest fears is that like, just not knowing what kind of condition I'm going to be in when I'm older. Mm-hmm. And because I think of my mom, like my mom is 60, my dad is 65. And like, thank God, like they don't have any chronic illnesses. They don't take any medicine, mm-hmm. nothing. And like, for their age like go them yeah exactly. you know because we see in the hospital people who were like 40s and 50s and they're 
alcoholics are, you know, they've got blood pressure issues, diabetes, like Mm -hmm. all these other chronic issues that they're just taking medicine and feeding into big pharma. Like, I think like, you know, going into like getting old or whatever, like another fear of mine is like being alone when I'm old and like, you're old, like when I'm old, like, and if I'm, we're going to get old, we're going to get to the point where we need somebody to help us, you know, it's just inevitable. And like, what if I don't have anybody to help me? I'm going to get put on a home and I've seen what that does to people. Yeah. You or if you I don't mean? get put in a home, you just live by yourself. Like, mm-hmm. and then I then I fall and break a hip and yeah. just die. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's a terrifying. Also, thought. homes are expensive. Yes. Yeah. I. I like. It's almost like paying rent <laughs> at some of those places. Exorbitant rent. Yeah. Because you're also paying for the healthcare there. Yes. And the yeah. assistance. God, being alone when you're old just is like. I don't even like being alone now. I know. <laughs> I can take care of myself. I know. You're like, Ben's going to be gone for like X amount of days. What am I going to do? <laughs> if you weren't here, I would be like crying in a corner somewhere. Oh, my god! <laughs> Eating ice I cream. I asked Deanna. I said, well, Ben's going to be gone for like four days. What are you going to do? And she goes, cry. <laughs> I mean, what else is there to do? <laughs> What's another one of your fears? This is like a weird phobia of mine and honestly it really lines up with the current events especially with the submersible but like open water open water freaks me the mm-hmm. fuck out doesn't that have like an actual name it's called thalassophobia Ooh. yeah i looked it up <laughs> <laughs> thalassophobia or something like that wow. yeah i mean think about it like only five percent no i think it's 80 percent of the world's oceans have been mapped or haven't been mapped. Only 20% have. That just So we don't know what 80% of the ocean is. Or what's in it. What's in it? Like, it's freaky. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, ha- have you seen... So, <laughs> there's this game. It's a it's a water-type game. I don't know exactly the name of it. Um, but it, like, you get stranded on an island that's... Or on a world that's, like, just water. And you have to, like, survive and build things and whatever else and I used to watch um my boyfriend at the time play it and like it was terrifying to even watch it because like there's big sea monsters and like all these other things and like it was scary even doing that and I wasn't even actually in the water (laughs) I'd be dead (laughs) no but I'm serious like even like going to the beach or like a lake like if I can't see what's under my feet it is game over like Mm -hmm. one time I went on like a high school like beach trip and we were kind of going into the deeper part of it. And, like, I was part of the swim team or whatever. Like, water just, like, did not really freak me out as much as it does now. Mm. But, like, something brushed up against my leg. I still have no idea what the heck it was. I uh, unwell. I, I raced back to shore. <laughs> I can't. I and, like, mm-mm. like, Megalodon? Uh. Kraken? Loch Ness? I think that's a lake. What? The Loch Ness? Isn't that it doesn't a lake? matter. Okay. <laughs> it's still open water. <laughs> that's fair. That's like, fair. How do we know it's still not? No. I mean, <laughs> down I. Down there somewhere. I agree. <laughs> I know I sound fucking insane. But <laughs> <laughs> how do we know? We don't know what 80% of the ocean is. Rosa, we're not actually in the water <laughs> right now. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
and then it just like gets dark. That freaks me out. Darkness already freaks me out, but then being in the water. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, I can't. So I'm I can't. telling you, it freaks me out. I mean, imagine being in that sub, though. I, I have been dying. I've been wanting to talk about this sub thing. Yeah. And my boyfriend is like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and he just, like, won't talk to me about it. I'm like, come on. <laughs> I, can't, I just have to let it out, please. <laughs> well, they – what? So today is thir- fr- Friday. Friday. Today's Friday. So by now, they have – they found the submersible. Mm-hmm. They found the debris. They found out that it actually imploded. Right. But before before they discovered that, they didn't know how they died. They didn't know if they were just going to run out of air, if it imploded, if they wrecked, or you know, or if the hypothermia was an option in there too, right? Right. You know, I think I think as bad as this sounds, the implosion is best case scenario because it happened in like thirty milliseconds. I completely agree. I think if you're gonna go one way or another, that's the way to go. It's like instant. Mm-hmm. Don't feel it. Can't even think about it. Didn't even know it right? was gonna happen. Otherwise, you're just like sitting there with impending doom doom and death just like waiting to happen mm-hmm. because god knows if they were going to be able to find them yeah or and even if they did find them how were they going to bring them up mm-hmm. well my thing too is and how long was it going to take to get them back to the surface right anyways? exactly i mean they'd run out of air anyway right but like my biggest thing is why would you get in that in the first Dude, place i'm telling you like i understand like if you have stupid money you can do stupid shit but like but like this this is like beyond stupid. Like, right. But here's the thing. There has been record like documentation saying, "Hey, from like experts in this field saying this doesn't seem safe. This is dumb. This doesn't pass any kind of safety regulation. Don't well, do it." Well, like <laughs> it, okay, so they didn't have a way to control it down there. Okay, they're they're relying on people above the water to control it, right? To like be able to see where they're going. You know, and then they they can't get out from the inside. Nope, it's bo- there's like bolted twelve shut. bolts on yeah. the outside. You know what I mean? It, it's there's no seats. Did you see the inside of that thing? Yeah, it's like a tube, a metal tube, a like, metal tube with like one tiny little peephole of a window. What are you even doing down there? What's the point? Yeah, you can't actually see the Titanic even if you made it down there. I'm telling there. you, your best bet is to go to the museum to see all the pieces of it. Um, watch the fucking movie. Right. <laughs> That's all you need to know um, about And it. you'll probably see a better picture online. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> and you don't have to die. That Yeah. I feel bad so for the 19-year-old. I, I, me too. And, like, honestly, I don't wish death on anyone. And no. it's a very, very sad situation what happened to these five individuals because I'm sure they thought that they were doing this really big novel thing that – not many people get to do and it's an experience quote unquote of a lifetime yeah. you know oh it's an experience but of a lifetime yeah for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but i can't imagine like if say it hadn't imploded instantly like and they were just like sitting down there unsure of what to do mm-hmm. like you what can't kind of, fix that. what kind of conversations do you think they're having like what do you think they're thinking Probably, like, you know, like, the saying, like, my life flashed before my eyes? I'd imagine it'd be something like that. I'd be thinking of, like, oh, my gosh, there's so many other things that I could have done. Like, you know what I mean? 
I, I don't honestly I don't know I've never been in that kind of situation so I couldn't even tell you right how I'd be but feeling. and but the thing is the CEO mm. of that company who claimed that this little submersible was so safe was on there with the four other people can you imagine all the blame that was like being thrown at him and be like you're the one that like took us down here oh, you know no, what I they mean they'd probably be killing each other I'm sure they would be so fucking pissed I would be yeah and like you're already like if you're losing oxygen you start getting delirious anyway and hallucinating yeah. and, so. and it's like freezing down there mm-hmm. <sighs> that's a lot yeah and the worst thing is could you imagine like if for whatever reason it came back to the surface but no one was there to save them so like they're seeing they can see the air there's air outside i'd be so pissed i'd be like trying to break it what are you gonna break it with you couldn't bring anything with you (laughs) (laughs) but like how can you be like looking at this thing and be like that's a great idea i'm gonna get in that for what is it eight hours was the trip was supposed supposed to be be an eight-hour expedition yeah i want to sit in this metal tube at the bottom of the ocean for eight hours where i can't even see anything yeah i just i can't imagine no thank you oh another fear of mine would be needles but that that runs that is really ironic i know but let me (laughs) i know because like now i love sticking people but like when the needles turn directly towards me instant change in my body you know what I mean because like so when I was born I was allergic to 47 things what the hell one of which was corn which also includes corn syrup which is in everything and that was just one of the things I was allergic to you know so I had to have allergy shots like three times a week or something like that as a child I did not know that yeah about you well I grew out of it luckily yeah you know so but it's just like but now I I guess because I had to get them so much as a kid like my brain is just like "Mm -mm, I don't childhood trauma (laughs) 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 no it's just like I guess it just terrifies me now like I logically I understand that I shouldn't be afraid of them because it's not like it hurts the pain isn't what scares me you know what I mean? It's what is it? Something inserted into my body that's not natural. Mm, okay, we've talked about that before. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, so I had an IUD a couple of years ago, and even the thought of having an IUD inside of me is terrifying because it's like, it's not normal. It's not supposed to be there. It was inserted by someone else. Yeah. And, like, same thing with, like, like shots. You're inserting medicine into me. Like, how do I know? How do I know what you're putting inside but like, of me? Pills. Hmm. What? That's still medicine. That's yeah. Going inside of you. Hmm. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's the needle. That's it's, it's, it's the, the needle. needle. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why it's called an irrational fear. Yeah. Are you not scared of being poked? Um. I know that it's not fun. Yeah. I wouldn't say... Not that you enjoy it. Yeah. I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm afraid of needles. No. I. It was so bad at one point that, like, like heavy sweating, like, 
blood pressure shoots up you know what i mean like very yeah. like losing the color out of my face like a very systemic response oh very much so <laughs> like yeah not i had no control over it whatsoever it's gotten a lot better because i mean now i'm around needles all the time yeah you know what i mean i but get paid to stick people so do i all day so do you <laughs> but like I, I it's definitely not as bad as it used to be mm. but do it's you, still there do you think that like eventually like over time that fear is just going to continuously get lesser and lesser because i definitely like i still don't like getting like my blood drawn and stuff like that but i don't have that systemic response as much as i used to Mm -hmm. now i'm just kind of like maybe if i don't think about it and don't look at it it's not really happening do you look at it or do you look away oh i can't look at it really i have to know that it's coming Mm -mm. i don't want the shock of something poking Mm -mm. me like me seeing it happen makes me feel better because I'm like, okay, here it comes. Like, <laughs> I'm one of those people that's like, talk to me, have a conversation with me, and do not tell me when you stick me. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of the patients that I see are just like, we're just having conversation. I'm like, do I do I tell them or do nope. I just keep talking? <laughs> just, like, just do it. And then they just like keep talking, and then I'm like, okay, well now I'm just standing here with a needle, <laughs> waiting for you to shut up. <laughs> And luckily, most of them are very nice, but <laughs> most, <laughs> most. Sometimes I get punched. Sometimes I get kicked. It's yeah, fun. it's a good time. It's fine. That's a story for another time. <laughs> Do you have any kind of like, like irrational fears like that that doesn't really make sense to be fa- afraid of? I think this makes sense for a lot of people. It's just bugs, <laughs> spiders, roaches, like anything that has more than four legs, is just not. Let me tell you guys, she came over to my house yesterday while I was at work to let Kilo out. And I have a ring camera. (laughs) One one of the videos, I guess she ran into a spider web. I didn't run into it. I saw it before I ran into it. Oh, did you? Yes. Okay. Well, it's uh, it's very funny to watch. Maybe I'll put it on the uh, (laughs) TikTok one day. But, I mean, I can... The biggest bug for me, I guess, would be cockroaches because they're so unpredictable and they don't die. Yeah. Other bugs I can kind of handle. Unless they disappear, Mm. then I freak out a little. You know, Nick always says, oh, like, the spider's a good guy. Like, he helps with pest control or whatever. I'm like, logically, I understand how that all works, but I don't like the idea. And Nick's not the kind of person who, like, kills bugs. He's definitely, like, a catch-and-release kind of oh, guy. No. <laughs> no. So he'll, like, get, like, a cup or something and, like, cover it, slide something under it, and then release it. I'm like, absolutely not. If I lose sight of this thing. We're leaving. I'm not sleeping. I I make Simon get it. Simon's the best bug Do you think hunter. Daisy is going to do <laughs> anything about it? Just let me know, and I'll let you borrow Simon. <sighs> My cat cried. Because she couldn't catch a fly. Oh, it was sad. Like, she tried to catch it, and she missed, and then she was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, Daisy. And I haven't seen her come across a bug since. since. <laughs> I think she was really embarrassed. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing, you know, <laughs> being a cat and not being able to catch a fly. Like, We gave her a pass, though, because she's an old lady. She's cute. <laughs> I'll let her have it. <laughs> Yeah, anything creepy crawlies. It's a it's a hard pass for me. Mm. 
I think another one of mine would be uh, Storms. But there's also a story for this one, which I don't know if I've told you this or not. I don't think so. Let's hear it. So we we actually had a wolf hybrid growing up when I was growing up. And, um, How big was he? He was very large. Yeah, like Way kilo? bigger than Kilo. Okay. No. He was a, I mean, he was a wolf. <laughs> he was well, a, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. He, Kilo is, Kilo is abnormally large. <laughs> but no. Um, and he was outside you know, for whatever reason. And um, I guess my parents didn't know that the storm was coming. And he was chained to a tree, and the tree got struck by lightning. Mm. And so the lightning went all the way through the tree, through the chain, and hit the dog (gasps) and killed him. Yeah. Now, I didn't actually see it because, I mean, I was a kid at the time, so I don't, like, physically remember seeing it or anything like that but ever since then it's like i don't want to get struck by lightning like i know that it's a very small chance of you but actually getting struck but you can get struck yeah like, it can happen that's why i don't carry umbrellas i'd rather get wet my theory is that i'm just too short to be struck <laughs> 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 he's a dog though he was shorter than you but the tree wasn't. <laughs> yeah, but what if you're touching the tree? You, know, you think I just go around <laughs> touching trees? Like? I don't know what you do in your spare time. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> okay, I'm still yelling. <laughs> no, I just, I it it used to be so bad that um, I would like hide under a table. Oh no, it was bad, bad. But like it's gotten a little better, and let me tell you how it got better. Whenever I joined the Navy, mm. they there was a storm coming through. I was like in A school at this time. There was a storm that came through, and I was terrified. They made me go outside. So just like consistent exposure therapy. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but I'm surprised they didn't traumatize me more. Yeah, because I feel like that could go one of two ways. Exactly. No, I mean I. On it, and that's kind of how I'm getting over the needle exposure to, or the uh, fear too yeah. is like exposure. I'm not going to be exposed to spiders. You don't want to be on like Fear Factor. Hell no. <laughs> Me and Ben watch Fear to, Factor sometimes. Wa- yeah, I used to love watching Fear Factor back in the day. I can I can watch it until they're eating the bugs. Then like it just makes me want. I have like have up. the creepy crawlies <laughs> now. Yeah, they do some, I, no, they do some crazy stuff on that show, or did, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And, like, honestly, like, I know that a bug is way smaller than me, <laughs> but, like, I have this irrational thought, like, I'm like, what if it jumps at me? Th- I think, like, the unpredictability is what's so terrifying. What if it starts flying? Or, like, what if I miss? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Or mice. Mice, even. We oh, had a- I haven't had mice. A mice? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Steinman caught a mouse one time and let go of it. I know. He let go of it. <laughs> Luckily, I got a Tupperware bowl over top of it, but it was still alive. So me and Ben didn't know what to do. So what y'all do with it? Um, I think we like ended up, I think we got tongs. Was it dead? I, don't, I think it was dead, actually. But How long was it under the bowl? <laughs> I think Simon killed it. Okay. And like 
he like dropped it and we put a bowl over top of it and we could see in the bowl okay it was like a tupperware mm, bowl yeah and like ben had like the tongs and he was like going to go grab it and he was freaking out and i was freaking out we were yelling at each other and i was like just grab that damn now it is so crazy how these little <laughs> tiny creatures just tear us apart as, as couples like this 225 pound man is terrified yeah. of this little one ounce mouse <laughs> yeah know? but like i mean i get it we threw away the bowl and the tongs by the way um yep. we didn't keep those so mm-hmm. don't come at me but yeah it's just like it's crazy to think that we're at the top of the food chain but we're still terrified of things oh also top of the food chain by the way like ocean creatures like killer whales they're apex predators mm. i know they're not really gonna hunt humans but they're scary I mean, they're hunting the rich right now literally mm. eat the rich right <laughs> <laughs> did you see that um did you watch mythbusters kind of did you see that one episode where they did like the pressure like what would happen to a human if they went like so far no and the human just like I think they used, like, a a pig carcass in, like, a suit, and they, like, dropped it all the way down to the bottom of the ocean, and it just, like, liquefied. That is just Because of all the pressure. to me. (coughs) Like, how that works. Science is weird. The world is weird. It's fair. Do you ever just, like, sit here and be like, what am I? Yeah, like, what what is a person? How how (laughs) am I thinking? How am I talking? How am I I moving? I just, this doesn't make sense. I just it like what is what is wood? What is phone? <laughs> what is what is <laughs> what is? <laughs> I mean, it's and it makes me feel funny when I think that way. Yeah, and especially if I'm looking at myself in the mirror, I literally look at myself and I'm just like, "What are you?" We're just like a fleshy bag of skin things, like, and just yeah. Where I think I think we're like a, a subconscious just trapped in a body. What do you mean? Like us, mm-hmm. like we are a subconscious, right? And we're like driving this thing that moves for us and talks <laughs> for us. We're getting into conspiracy theories here. <laughs> <laughs> I love going deep into conspiracy Me theories, too. though. And then, like, I start second guessing myself. I'm like. Oh my god, like is the world round? <laughs> is it flat? <laughs> uh, they do have some good points though. I know that's what I'm saying. I'm like, wait, like I know this is insane. Insane and goes against everything science, mm-hmm. but like he has a point. <laughs> I mean, science is kind of man made though, right? Yeah. Um also, what is space? Uh, I I don't know. Eternity blows my mind. <laughs> time? What is time? Okay, 2023. Okay, what happened to the other millions of years? The BC or whatever? Who was just like, you know what? We're going to start over. But the, the, the BC is, is counting down, right? I honestly don't know. I, I'm pretty sure BC counts down to zero, and then at zero we start back up, and now we're at two, two, 2023. And it's like, who was just like, you know what? We're going to start the timeline at 5 million and count down to zero and hope like, the who Earth doesn't that? die. Right? Christ, I guess. No. 
I don't know. <laughs> it's just a weird concept. And to think we're like this big. I know. In like, we're so insignificant, like on the greater scale. And we're stressed out about work. Right? <laughs> I, <laughs> time, time is irrelevant. It's man-made. Like, oh, what is it? Um, the time change. Who decided oh, that? <laughs> is that like for real? Like done, done. Like I don't know. I don't know. Like I feel like next one's gonna come around and we're gonna be like, oh yeah, we're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we're still doing that thing. So that's I don't so know. Stupid. <laughs> I just rely on my phone to do it for me. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I didn't have my phone, I'd be screwed. I <laughs> my even I get in my car though when I like go to the work the next day. And, like, the time is different. And, and you're like, like oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I connect my phone for car- CarPlay, mm. so it automatically changes it. Yeah, I don't know what that feature. Okay. Yeah, my, I think my car's, like, a 2015, 16. Mine's 17. Know. Okay, mine's a Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> the car people do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, they're... I think as I've gotten older, though, my fears have changed significantly. I agree. I have more. Yeah, I feel like when we were younger, like, it is true that, like, as teenagers and, like, young adults, like, we just think we're invincible and, like, nothing can come out and get us. But now, you know, as we're working, like, real full-time jobs, especially, like, you and me in healthcare, Mm -hmm. like, we see the reality of getting old and getting sick and And just, like, the injuries and just this the unexpected and these uncertainties of just life. Mm -hmm. Like, you have no idea what's coming. Mm -mm. Like, today, or I think it was yesterday, um, on the HRBT tunnel bridge, um, there was a car that wrecked, like, went off the bridge, and then a good Samaritan jumped in after them to go save him. They can't find either of those people. Like, what the heck? Like, what is happening like, can you imagine just waking up today and be like, I'm going to jump off of a bridge to save somebody and then I'm going to die. Like, <laughs> I'm sure that wasn't part of his morning routine. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, there's bigger questions. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, just the uh, – I, I definitely think, like, the, the more you know, the more fears you have. Yeah. That's why, like, when they ask you, like, you know, the question, like, would you want to know how you died? Yeah, absolutely not. I don't want to know. I don't know. Like, I feel like... Okay, what if they okay, tell okay, you... Okay, I guess it doesn't change anything. Like, you're still going to die, right? I mean, yeah. But also, if they tell you you're going to die from a car, are you ever going to get in a car again? But they don't tell you when. Oh, if they don't tell me when, then, like, why tell me? But I'm, that's the question. Do you want to yeah. know how you die? You die in a car. You ever get in a car but again? Yeah, I mean, like, if you tell me, hey, like, you're going to die in a car accident on this day this year... The day in the year, I guess I could deal with. Yeah. But how? Just how? Yeah. No, thanks. I'm good. Yeah. No, I would I would definitely be avoiding cars for the rest of my life. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not dying anytime soon. <laughs> not today. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> well, I think that wraps up today's episode on fears. I think we kind of went down a little bit of a... <laughs> Tangent, rabbit, tangent hole. rabbit hole on 
conspiracy theories and what we are and <laughs> space and time and <laughs> <laughs> we weren't supposed to go that direction but you know that's that's the beauty of our podcast that I think that um I really enjoy anyway <laughs> that last brain cell really working hard <laughs> It's fried right now. Yeah. It's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has been a pleasure being your co-host for The Last Brain Cell. Mm-hmm. Um, if you would like, comment, share, subscribe. Share the love. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Please let us know on what your fears are because um, there are so many other ones that we did not talk about. You know, there's so many phobias out there that have, like, some strange names that we would love to learn about. Um, we love learning about, like, new things like that. So let us let us in on your deepest, darkest fears. And thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next time on The Last Brain Cell. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>